Everywhere we turn, we are faced with hot mess mom culture, celebrating the messier the more mom you are. And while yes, motherhood is messy and full of labor and love, I'm here to bring light to the claims Satan has on our lives as mothers. We are not messes. We are masterpieces designed by God on purpose for a purpose. So join me for a conversation about stewardship as we seek to intentionally multiply all God has blessed us with in motherhood, marriage, life, and faith. Let's focus like Philippians 4.8 calls us on whatever is true, wholesome, noble, right, pure, lovely, peaceful, admirable, excellent, and worthy of praise. Together, we can raise a generation of masterpieces and steward our lives in a way that matters most. Hey friend, in all honesty, I recorded this podcast, vlog, whatever you want to call it, already. But you know, it was one of those things where I finished, I had my hair done, I had all the makeup, I had cute clothes on, not an oversized fall mom shirt. And um, the more I thought about it, I was, you know what, Lord, it just wasn't right. Lord, um, I didn't seek you before I went into it. I just talked about what I wanted to talk about. And here we are. So I have prayed, but let's pray again before we get started today. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today, God. We are overwhelmed and humbled by your goodness, Father, that you made the ultimate sacrifice by sending your son Jesus for, for us. Uh, Father, God, that you would love us that much to send us um, your son. And so, God, we pray that our time today honors you, Father, that we would be reverent of the sacrifice you've made and uh, go into this season with an attitude of gratitude, um, that that wouldn't just be a saying, but that it would be the posture of our hearts, God. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. So, note, if you have not hit the subscribe button, do that because it will tell you every time we release a new podcast and you never know, it might be something that you're really interested in. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, and I will always do my best to value your time and your energy and be respectful of that. So, um, going into today, you might've guessed it. We are talking about the holidays and how to be good stewards of them. Um, and I know, I know the heart that can go into this season. A, you're either super pumped up, you love Thanksgiving, you love the holidays, you love Christmas, you love the decor, you love the togetherness, you love the music and the sounds and the smells and the food and the drinks and you love it all, you wanna do it all, you wanna cram it all in, you want everybody to experience the cheer. I fall somewhere in that, but I also, fall into the overwhelm, the burden, the um, the grieving for how fast it goes, um, the, for, the guilt from mom shame that says, I didn't do enough, you know, I didn't carve pumpkins with my kids this year, um, I didn't get to all the parties, I didn't give them all the gifts, and so what I want to speak to um, as we go into this is compassion, but also um, 
the stewardship and the, the heart posture that we need to have going into this. And it's something I've struggled with um, and been burdened by and also celebrated when the Lord just frees me up to experience his grace and his joy and his goodness through this season. And so I want to talk about five, four, five-ish pause buttons that we can hit as we're going through this season um, when it can get so busy and our schedules are so full and tight and crammed in and it's almost painful to look at them. Um, four, five-ish um, pause buttons that we can hit by either on a daily or weekly basis. Um, if nobody has told you, we now have seven Mondays until Christmas. I know you're excited. Um, and so pause buttons that we can hit either daily or weekly basis to make sure we not only survive the holiday season, uh, but really thrive in it and really um, just invite the Lord in and um, make the most of a really, really wonderful time together. So first and foremost, always uh, is prayer. You know, um, pray without ceasing. Have relationship with Jesus. Um, I had a friend text me this morning and she said, you know what, this morning, I got up, I prayed, I spent time with Jesus, and um, we really, she really spent the morning praying over self-discipline and self-control, and she was like, you know what, I'm on a journey of stewarding my body. You know, everything we should do should be laced with prayer. That is our communication tool with Jesus. That's our weapon in the fight against Satan and, and his dominion on this earth, and so, as we go into that, we need to be bathing our days in prayer from the moment our eyes open to the moment that they close. Um, if you need prayers to pray over your day, you don't know quite what to do, start in Psalm. You know, you see a lot of prayers there of celebration, of hurt, of burden, of um, praise of how good God is. The Psalms are a great way, if you don't have words, um, just to start to pray. Um, so start there, you know, praising Him. I think we're going to do a whole episode on stewarding prayer because that is a huge topic. I love to pray. I love prayer because, um, you know, that that is, that is claiming God's promises and asking for his good gifts is something we should do boldly um, and without abandon. You know, um, we should never be fearful to approach the throne of God. And so um, we'll do that sometime. But anyway, today we're going to, you know, thank the Lord, praise him for what he's done, and then ask him to enter into our days. Ask him to uh, multiply our effort and our outcome, that we would be focused, that we would be stewardful and mindful of the day he's given us. And I know he'll honor those prayers because ultimately when we're stewarding our gifts, 
We're honoring him. We're making his name great. And we're never going to be able to do that in our own power. So inviting him into our days, inviting him into our moments, inviting him into our Christmas parties and our going outs, um, those, those encounters, we know that will be hard. Maybe your Thanksgiving table is fraught with a lot of baggage. Maybe there's a lot of brokenness within your family and Thanksgiving really is a hard time for you. Invite him in. Invite him in to the bitterness, invite him into the anger, and he will remove that because in the name of Jesus, anything not of him has to flee. So first, that first pause button should always be prayer. Always, 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 always prayer. Um, you know, the second thing that we really can focus on and it's really fun to do in the month of November is orienting our heart to gratitude, to thankfulness, to praise of God. And so I would challenge you every day in November, whether it's in a journal or on sticky notes that you can put out where you'll see them regularly, or um, I have one friend that writes them on the mirror in her bathroom every morning, write three things that you are grateful to the Lord for. They can be big things, they can be small things, but as we take our minds captive and make them obedient to Christ, we will see more and more of his goodness. We will see more and more of what he has entrusted us with. And as we are thankful for those things, we can be uh, grateful for those things and really expressing that um, prayerfully is, is beautiful. Um, so I would challenge you this you know, this time of the holidays to really, when it can get chaotic and you can feel burdened and you can feel out of control, take a pause, take a deep breath and say, Lord, thank you, especially for these three things today. As we take our minds captive, as scripture tells us to, it will change our lives. It will change our minds and it will change our relationships with Jesus. And so first pause button is always prayer. The second pause button is taking our thoughts captive, making those obedient to Jesus. So orienting our minds and our hearts to gratitude and thanksgiving and praise of the Father. You cannot go wrong with those two things. Um, and then something that I've really been working on is planning for the week ahead. So for you, that might happen on a Friday during your lunch time at work um, as you prepare for the weekend and the week, the coming week. Um, make a meal plan. Check your calendar. And honestly, check how full it is. Have you left margins in your days for what matters most? You know, it's hard. I, I tell people all the time, I don't have balance in my life. I have priorities. And so have I scheduled time that really says these things are my priorities? Am I going to corporate worship at, you know, am I going to church on Sundays or Saturdays or whatever day your church meets? Am I studying the Lord's word or praying on a daily basis? Am I spending time in my marriage and in my motherhood? Um, am I spending time in those things? Because those would if we all really thought about it, be our priorities. And so have we planned for those things? And then fill in the rest, friendships, um, friends' givings, friends' Christmas parties, office parties, whatever. 
and I am giving you permission right now. You can call and tell him Jonna said so to back out of a Christmas party if it is too much on your plate. And any woman who knows the overwhelm of Christmas or Thanksgiving or Halloween or New Year's or whatever season it is should graciously accept your no RSVP. I would gladly have a friend not come to a Christmas party I'm throwing because she is too overwhelmed. I would say, you know what? I love you. I'm praying for you. Is there anything I can do that day to lower your burden? We are going to miss you at this Christmas party. We wish you could be there. We hope you'll come if you find yourself not overwhelmed. But in, in the meantime, A, I'm going to be lifting you up in prayer. And B, what can I do to serve you? Because if we look at 1 John, um, 1 John 3, verse 16, by this we know and have come to understand the depth and essence of his precious, precious love that he willingly laid down his life for us because he loved us. And we ought to lay down our lives to show we love others. So yes, this season is about sacrificing and making sure others know that we love them. But it's also about prayerfully stewarding the time and energy that God gives us. And so there is a balance there. There is wisdom there. And it may be a time of prayer saying, Lord, thank you for today. Help me steward it wisely. And if I need to back out and give my best no to somebody, let me do that. Give me the strength to do that. If I need to give my best yes and allow you to give me energy out of abundance because I don't have any left, let me show up in the way I need to. Those are hard prayers. They are bold prayers, but he will always deliver in those moments. And so you are not making best yes and best no decisions in your own strength, but in his. So um, first pause button, pray. Second pause button, orient your heart to gratitude on a daily basis maybe a few times a day. Sometimes you need to. And then three, plan ahead. So that's planning meals, planning with your spouse. Um, I need this from you on this day. I need, you need this from me on that day. Um, this is what our calendar looks like this week. Do you mind picking up cookies for Bobby Sue's Christmas party? Because I can't get by there. Um, or Asking a friend to pick up your child from school so that you can get something, some Christmas presents wrapped. I don't know what that looks like in your life, but take a few minutes on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday to plan for the week ahead so that you can come to pause button number four, schedule rest. You cannot go 24-7 for seven whole weeks, eight whole weeks. You can't do it. God builds in rhythms of rest for a reason because he knew we needed it. Fatigue makes cowards of us all. It makes us angry. It makes us cynical. It makes us burdened. It makes us rely more on our own power than his. Build in margin for your days. So when you're planning, make sure there's a day of the week that you get rest. Make sure you're home by a certain time so that you can get in bed. It won't happen every day, 
Some holiday parties, some Thanksgivings, gatherings are gonna go late. But make sure when you look at your schedule that there is margin for what matters most, okay? Um, and kind of, you know, my five-ish, just remember that as you're prayerful, you are the chief cultural officer of your home. So whatever you are putting out is going to be the environment of your home and your family and your gatherings. So if you have not pressed pause in those ways, I guarantee you are not going to be getting the culture of your home that you want. It's going to be frazzled and chaotic and angry and burdened. But when we pray, when we orient our hearts to gratitude, when we've planned ahead as best we can with grace, um, and when we have built in margin, we can be the chief cultural officers of our homes that we need to be. You can go into a, a party without shoulding all over yourself. I should be this. I should have done that. I should have had this done. I should be this. I should be more joyful. I should be more merry, but I'm just tired. So I, I should have gotten more rest. We can should ourselves to death during this season. So what we need to do is pray, focus on gratitude, uh, plan ahead and, you know, seek margin in our days, seek rest in our days as best we can so that we can be the best chief cultural officers of our home. I know, I know that's our desires for our home, is that we would create an environment of peace and joy and goodness. And when we're spending time in the Lord's word, that will be the fruit. We'll see fruit of it. So we can't neglect this for all the Friendsgivings and Christmas parties in the world or we will end up being really terrible chief cultural officers of our homes. So anyway, let's pray. Girl, I am fighting for you. I am praying for you. I am lifting you up as we go through this season. I hope it is joyful and wonderful and good and rich of relationship and free of burden and just abundant in forgiveness if that's what you need around your table. Father God, we know we know that when we say in your name, fear, um, jealousy, unforgiveness, bitterness, when we say in your name, those things have to flee. So God, we pray that we would find your fruit around our tables this holiday season. God, that we would be stewards of our homes well. God, that we would fight chaos with planning. God, that we would fight um, fear and uh, cluttered thoughts with your rest, Father, that we would mindfully create margin in our weeks for you and for our families and for our marriages. God, we pray that we would fight for your freedom in Jesus. God, that we would be lights um, as we enjoy this merry season. God, we pray that you would make us sensitive to the nudges of your Holy Spirit as we go from day to day through this holiday season. We pray that we honor you in all we say and do and that your love would abound, your energy would be with us, your encouragement would be with us, your empowerment would be 
with us as you equip us to go about our days. And in Jesus' name we pray, amen. I'm cheering for you, friend.